Hello and welcome back. I did it. I made it through two weeks of professional development. Um, this last week was way better than the first, so I guess we have that to be thankful for. But uh, tomorrow is go time. I mean, students will be back at the high school on an A-B schedule. So uh, we got that. Our blended students who have some virtual, some on campus will be on on their appropriate days. And then our 100% virtual students will begin that option uh, tomorrow as well. But it's that virtual option that's really got me thinking. Um, it's just, it feels like we're struggling to get our head wrapped around this new idea of, of school, not only here in my own state with my own district, but across the country. I've seen some, I'll just say, awkward examples of imp- implementation of a virtual model. And if I had to sum it up in a thought, I'll just open with this. Districts are trying to force this quote-unquote virtual to look like traditional schooling, and they're showing their inability to adapt to this new environment and will inevitably force parents away from their schools. The way I see it, they are, they are creating the conditions for their own demise. Because virtual will never be like in-person schooling. And I, I've seen that a little bit in my own building. Some teachers are struggling with the idea of on our off days, our, our B group or A group, whoever is at home, what do we do for them? And I heard some who are like, it's going to be ineffective. And I guess my first thought is it will be less effective, but there can be some good that can come from a virtual model of school uh, since we're being forced to do this A-B thing. But some, I think, are trying to repeat and replicate traditional face-to-face schooling through a computer screen. It's almost like they're trying to put their authoritarian fist through the screen and to control the students and parents at their home. Uh, an example here in our state is we have a, an association that governs competitive activities at the high schools, whether that be like band, choir, or sports, but they've instituted an attendance model for virtual students, which was a bit of a headache for some of my colleagues as they were trying to figure out how they implement that because the system we have, virtual is, they have like soft deadlines for topics and areas, milestones, you could say, that they need to get through uh, as they go through the first semester. And trying to implement like, well, how many hours do they need to be logged in and working before you decide if they were present or not? And what happens when they're absent and how do you mark that and what it was a big headache it was just this idea of how do you do attendance virtually it's and they eventually got something figured out so they could they could handle that system but trying to to do that was it was just so backwards to me i saw a school in indiana they had uh, the students at home on their computers learning about fire drills yep they were learning about fire drills for a school that they are not attending because they are being sent home for this first nine weeks for virtual schooling. And I just couldn't help but shake my head. Uh, I think it was in Illinois, in Chicago Public Schools, they sent out letters saying that students are required to be at home in their uniforms at a certain time, uh, at a table, not on their bed or in a sofa, on a sofa. And it's just like, geez. That that's what we're going to spend our time trying to enforce? I mean, we're all in an awkward situation, but I don't feel like that's the thing we should be focusing on. And just recently, in the last day or so, in California, I do believe it was San Diego, they, the district sent out a letter in 
apparently they have a policy that if you're a high school student and you're doing a homeschool program, you have to show uh, documentation to the district of what homeschool approved, sorry, what approved homeschool curriculum you're going to be using. And apparently now they're rolling that down into the elementary age groups. And it was kind of implied that if you don't have your kid enrolled in an approved homeschool program that this district will be contacting, you know, basically Child Protective Services for the neglect that you are giving your kid. Um, wow. Once again, all of these examples, you're just, you're, you're trying to make virtual fit into the box of traditional. You're, you're trying to control the uncontrollable. And it's just, it's just awkward. And I wonder how public schools are going to come out of this and how they're going to look when it's all over, when this is what they're trying to do. And so it goes back to that, that thing I tweeted out earlier this week. Districts trying to force virtual to look like traditional schooling are showing their inability to adapt to new environment and will inevitably force parents away from their schools. They are creating the conditions for their own demise. What could have been an opportunity for districts to grow? And I'm pretty proud of my district with the option of traditional Uh, The high school blended so students can uh, come and go for their classes and need to be in person, like your woodshops and your sports and your bands and theaters and arts. And then our 100% virtual option. I thought that was great. But then instituting an attendance policy, that's uh, kind of awkward. And then those examples from around the country. It's like public schools, we can adapt. This can be a great opportunity to be different and be better than what we were before, but it seems like we're too busy trying to protect our own and not think about what the students need. And and I think that's unfortunate because this is what we are as a government institution. More often than not, I think teachers and administrators and especially district level administrators, they forget we're a service. We're providing a service for our students and for our parents, and we need to at least consider what they want and what they need when we're providing this service, but it seems like more often than not around the country, schools are just trying to figure out what to do, what they need to do, and they aren't thinking about how this comes across to our, for a lack of better term, our customers, the families and the students. So, I don't know, maybe you're unlike me and you actually have a say-so in how these virtual programs are rolling out, and I would hope you step up and use some common sense in implementing what's going on in your district. Um, But let's take this opportunity to be different and be better than what we were going into this situation. Uh, For those of you who haven't started school yet, I hope you're looking forward to it. I know I am. I'm going to probably toss and turn tonight as I wonder, you know, what my classes are going to be like and who my students are going to be. But overall, I'm excited. This this newness, it's different. It, it might even be a little weird, but I'm ready to figure it out. And I've been ready for a while to see students face-to-face in a classroom. Hope you're feeling that same positivity and energy. Uh, if you have started back, I hope it went well for you. And I guess I'll talk to you next week. As always, have a day.